Yeah, Baker Dupes is tough. Uh, duh. It's... <laughs> I wonder how many, like, if uh, juicers are made to be long-term, or if they just, people always stop using them right away, and then they never hit it. Yeah, we're talking about Baker Juice. Oh, are we live? Yeah, what's <laughs> up, everybody? Oh, uh, Oprah prompt. Beloved Hello. Oprah prompt. Oh, another meta. Oprah. All right. Yeah, here we go. Okay, then let's try let's try our thing. We'll do this prompt for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then we can do your prompt or my prompt for 20 and then the other for 20. Yeah, we're trying a new format. We're going to try to get three stories in. <laughs> Jason, juicer. So this one will go to 820. Yeah. More Oprah, a beloved celebrity who has become a cast member on a highly underrated show called AIPD. Oh, Oprah's fat? Well, a little bit too fast, maybe. Whoa, she had some coffee this morning. Yeah. What's up, baby? I like that cappuccino you got. Hello! Maybe slow Oprah down a little bit. A beloved. Help <laughs> protect PCP. Possibly, uh, you know, you know. If it's low on the Weight Watcher scale, she'll take anything. <laughs> low calories, yeah. <laughs> it's low calories, she'll pop it. All right, maybe oh, she's. Bro, I, I slowed her down a little bit here. I didn't know you like to get wet. <laughs> yeah, I am, bro. We told her if she didn't speed it up, we'd fire her. Yeah. AIPD is a comedy series hosted by Jason who makes goofy stories with his friends and the AI. Heck it. Jim likes you, but he isn't sure if you're his type. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jason hopes you can help AIPD become more popular. Jason imitates Tony J's voice hey while guys. saying, we've got to have money. In the end, it doesn't money. matter what they tell you. What matters is that you will be able to choose your path in life. Whoa. Will you follow the rules or live outside of them? Whoa. Your choice will determine whether you make it through this dangerous world. Whoa! Whoa, she went deep quickly. Yeah, yeah the start of Oprah's new... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oprah's writing a new book. It's called In the End. Okay. So is that the... What's you... up? Oh wait, you are Oprah. Yeah. Okay, so the character is Oprah on the okay. Uh no, we're not gonna dox Tony. But that's what does that the... mean? <laughs> uh asking oh. if Tony if his name is Tony J. I thought, hmm. I thought we have doxed him already. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Is, uh, wait, is Tony J somebody? Are, is, are we talking about Tony or Tony J? Tony J is an actor. Are you talking about Tony J, the guy and from the Beauty and the Beast? Jason AIPD is your last name. You got it.
And Jim Kombucha. Man, you're three for three. I feel like if Oprah was really on the show, she would take charge. Yeah. She would make it hers. And we'd be like, okay, now now AIPD is a talk show, apparently. Your physics, yeah. Tell me why not. <laughs> you tell your friends that you have just finished a book about philosophy and you are obsessed with philosophy. Okay. Your friends Tony, Jason, and Jim aren't smart enough to understand it and they get bored of listening to you. They say they want to go out for drinks after school to relax. Alright, okay. Sounds fun. They live a little, Oprah, okay? Don't get so serious about it. Yeah. Come on, let's go party, Oprah. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do, girl? School? Yeah. We go to the school <laughs> of Oprah Christ. <laughs> AI thinks everyone is in school when they go home with their parents. Yeah. You start telling them of drinks that are tasty and cost zero Weight Watcher points they leave without telling you where they are going. You go to a bar nearby and drink alone. <laughs> you think about how you are not good at talking to people. Oh. You were raised to do things like that so that you could survive. Yes. Now that you are an adult, you realize that you don't need to do those things anymore. You should just enjoy yourself. After drinking some more, you decide that you need to see a doctor. Whoa! About what? Yeah, what? Oprah's like, I am retired and I'm not talking to anyone. I talked my whole life to other people. Now it's Oprah's time. School is like prison. Yeah, kinda. College is much better. You need a doctor for your alcoholism, yeah. But they're only zero Weight Watcher points, doctor. But you've had 20 of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, doctor, how do I get a higher alcohol tolerance? Uh, maybe you could stop drinking? I'm Oprah, damn it. I don't have to take this shit. And this, that it just becomes a weird, like, uh, uh, body horror film where we're, like, stealing other people's kidneys and livers. And Oprah's got, like, a hunt, a field of a hundred that she just hooks in and then just starts slamming, like, vodka. What's my favorite alcoholic drink? Uh, I guess, like, bullet bourbon. Uh... Or beer. Like, I like a lot of different beers. Good old stout is nice. Depends on the day. Tuesday. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and that's the You go to the doctor and get a full analysis, blood tests, body examination, and x-rays. You think you might be a hypochondriac. Ah, uh, yep. That the doctor tells you that there is nothing wrong with you, you ah. just have too much energy. Oh. She also says she thinks you may have ADHD. <laughs> she then asks That's you if you are aware that you are a famous person. You immediately deny it since you haven't been paying attention to everything around you. <laughs> the doctor takes That's your words into consideration and gives you a prescription for some stimulants. Whoa. Oprah? It sounds like she's been taking those stimulants. Yeah. I feel like ADHD is commonly misdiagnosed if you just have a kid that's like creative or like yeah. just yeah isn't interested in the gen ed of A12 education. Yeah, I don't understand why it's even considered a problem just because they don't want to sit down in school. It doesn't mean they're like um Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the doctor's like, okay, Oprah, geez. You know how famous you are? You get the, the hard drugs. You skip the line. Yeah. You go right to the problem-causing, problem-solving drugs. Yeah, but those drugs don't solve any problems. No, but they're they rich, so fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah addicted to the PCP. Yeah, they're, they're never like, okay, well, you know, like, cut these things out of your diet and stop watching so much TV and stop, you know, doing all these activities and stuff. They're like, your problem is you're not taking enough pills. Like, you sure? Okay, let's uh, inject all these stimulants and see what happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, we use the needle kind. Okay. Injectables. A straw. It's still zero weight watcher points. You take all the stimulants by grinding them up and injecting them directly into your bloodstream. Suddenly you feel euphoric. You feel as if you can do anything. She also mentions that you might suffer from depression because you don't know when your days are over. What? She suggests that you should read books about psychology to find out what happens to people who are depressed. What? Why are you putting this on me, Doc? Just give me a... Recommendation of a therapist to go see. Maybe this is how we meet Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Phil, what's wrong with me? Well... The problem is, Oprah, you gotta know that you're famous and you're not like other people. Oh, Dr. Phil. How do benefits work in the U.S.? Uh, I don't know. 
Don't really, because like a doctor is too expensive to go to in the first place. Yeah, we have a really broken system. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're on my show, Oprah. That's your problem. And she goes, what? What show? And he goes, Oprah, look at the cameras. You think I, I'm a TV therapist? Everything you say here is broadcast to the American people. Uh. <laughs> uh. You read Dr. Phil's newest book called Stop Being Unhappy Now. You are very impressed and suddenly cured of your depression. You have Dr. Phil on your TV show to thank him publicly. Afterwards, you ask her why she prescribed drugs to you. She responds that she was trying to cure you of depression, but uh, she didn't expect you to actually listen to her advice. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> well, bad advice, keep on coming. Tell me what to do. You ask her what to do next. Backslash you continue reading Dr. Phil's new book. You continue reading Dr. Phil's new book and you learn that he believes that happiness comes from within. Oh. He recommends that you meditate, exercise regularly, and eat healthy food. Uh -oh. He even encourages you to try yoga. Yes, those are all good things. This is how it would go. <laughs> when you're that rich. You buy a yoga studio and then stop going after two weeks. He continues to encourage you, but you never really stick with any of it. You don't really believe that you can achieve happiness by doing these things. Yeah. Oprah's Dr. Phil advises you to call him back, but you refuse. He calls again later that night and says that he wants to talk to you face to face. Okay. When you arrive so at the night, Dr. Phil. Whoa, whoa. Oh, we got an exodus. When you oh, arrive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Late night visit from Dr. Phil. This could get sexual. Ooh. Dead men? I hope so. Continue. You are surprised to see Dr. Phil sitting across from you. I'm sorry, I couldn't give you better advice, Dr. Phil begins. What do you mean? Well, you seem like you are happy, but you don't seem like you are enjoying yourself. Hmm. It seems like you are living on borrowed time. Oh. Aren't we all? Yeah. Dr. Phil not fucking around. He's getting right to it. He's like, you might be living on bio time, but I'm not. Pop those britches off. Happiness and enjoyment are the same. Hmm. The illusion of happiness might not be the same, though. 
It's like, you look happy, but I know. thinking or we try to make a move and uh dr phil's like see this is part of your problem you always try to get what you want and you think because you're rich and famous that you're just gonna get it uh he's probably a real doctor but i don't know i feel like the longer you're on TV, <laughs> Dr. Phil. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's... I think you just got an end for the story here, Fesh. Oh, yeah. Three, three minutes. Okay. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Phil. God. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Phil then tells you in order to really enjoy your life, you need to have lots and lots of dirty sex. It's not the most important thing in life, oh. but it is important. You start to stare at Dr. Phil's sexy and curvy body. <laughs> That's right. That's why I'm here. Dr. Phil then starts kissing and hugging you tightly. Ooh. It's okay, baby. It's okay. Dr. Phil whispers in your ear. You kiss him back and embrace him tightly. Now, I'm going to teach you something that I learned from my mother. Whoa! What? <laughs> <laughs> no. that, Dr. That's Phil! That's not good. You that's got a problem! My god. That's not foreplay. <laughs> I learned this from my mom. Oh, Dr. Phil's got like I knew he had some weird fetishes. Yeah. And then he puts on his diaper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dr. Phil says, call me by my porn name, Dr. Phil, and tell me I've been a naughty boy. Dr. Phil then proceeds to perform oral sex on you. Whoa! He tells you that he is going to keep you under control until you are ready. Whoa. He then puts his penis inside your mouth and fucks you hard. He comes <laughs> inside your mouth and shoots his hot semen deep inside your throat. Hot. Dr. Phil then pulls out and ejaculates in your hand. Why? More? <laughs> Man, he's just full of it. Wow. All that uh, years of sexual tension finally released for Dr. Phil. I think that's a good place to end it. Sure. <laughs> end on a very steamy uh, romance, office romance, show, show, co-worker, ro what do you call that? TV romance? Affiliate? Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Jim, wanted to start your, you got that prompt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. End it before it gets worse. That's pretty, pretty, uh, Heavy sexually, but I think not wholesome. Definitely not wholesome, because uh, 
they both got a lot of problems still that they need to work out, but it's Your a start name is Daniel the, Monkey. In the right direction. You are a monkey uh -oh. in the Bronx too. Alright, Daniel Monkey. What's Daniel Monkey up to? You are much smarter than the other monkeys in the exhibit. You feel that hey, you do not belong with such unsophisticated creatures. You have big dreams far beyond eating bugs and flinging poo. Okay. You dream of escaping the zoo and living among the high society socialites of New York City. You begin to plan your escape. One day, while you are playing with some of the other monkeys, they tell you that there has been an accident at the zoo. A gorilla named Harambe was killed when he fell oh, into a moat. The rest of the gorillas have become upset about this death and they are now attacking each other. They seem intent on killing each other before anyone else gets hurt. What? That is quite the prompts. Wow. So, it's almost like there's like a prison riot. Harambe, we missed you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a... I feel like Harambe was in a, a guerrilla gang. And they're like, oh no, Harambe was one of our most beloved members. Now they're like, yeah. the rest of you monkeys gonna die. They're just going crazy with grief. Yeah. This, this is a true story, yeah. Uh... Bronx Zoo Civil War. <laughs> Coming to theaters this summer. Because nothing else is happening. I would watch this movie. This is kind of like a, a Planet of the Apes. Like War of the Apes. Jason the Zookeeper. Yeah. I go, <laughs> what are those silly monkeys doing down there? <laughs> Probably having a lot of fun. And then I... I leave the park for the day, and I'm... then the war begins. Come back the next day, and half the monkeys are dead. I go, <laughs> whoa! I'm a wacky zookeeper and a bad one, apparently. <laughs> what you kind persuade of one of the angry gorillas <laughs> to bend the bars on your cage so you can escape. You bribe him with a banana you have been saving. I'm sorry, I don't have any money. He says as he pulls out his wallet. Oh. But if you let me out of here, I promise I will give you something good. Oh. He takes your hand and leads you through the cages until you reach the gate. He opens it for you and then turns around and heads back inside the enclosure. Oh, he, he just let us out. He just freed us, yeah. He's like, yeah. but beware. It might be a jungle in here, but it's a big old jungle out there. Jungle to jungle. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm gonna type that. Monkeys are scary, dude. Have you ever come across them in the wild? They're like, 
they're they look strong though. They could look like they could fuck you up if they wanted to. They're like the size of like little pit bulls with big teeth. Yeah, but they could tear your arms off in a in a second. <laughs> Go to yeah. monkey college. Oh, I spelled used the wrong bear. Whatever. He turns around and says, "Be careful! It's a dangerous place out there." The humans call it a concrete jungle where dreams are made of. <laughs> Backslash you go back inside the cage you turn around and head back into the cage <laughs> You hear the uh -oh. sounds of fighting outside <laughs> It seems like everyone wants to get in the cage too It would be best if you just stayed out of it You walk over to a small railing that goes up to a second floor I like window. that top cap So we just turn around and go back in the cage? Yeah, like I feel like we, <laughs> we got spooked because of that uh, warning there That so we're like, okay, not yet we need an army to get leave. Create a monkey society and plan on enslaving humans. Who's the animal now? Exactly. This is yeah. We've got a Caesar didn't do it alone. You know, you gotta recruit some fellow monkeys and make them smart before we leave here. Daniel Monkey is ill-equipped for the real world. Learn how to peel bananas at college. Banatomy 101. Bro, I have a PhD from Monkey College, yeah. I feel like step one is take over the zoo. Oh, really? oh. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, or that. I'm not even a monkey. <laughs> You work up your courage and leave the cage. You walk out of the enclosure okay. and hop on the next bus that is going to Manhattan. Sure, sure. You're very excited about your newfound freedom. Suddenly, yeah. the bus stops and all the passengers look down at you. One oh. of them yells, get out of the room, you little bastard. Whoa! Another passenger grabs you by the arm and runs off. You quickly run after him, but he isn't fast enough. But he isn't fast enough. Okay, yeah. People are upset there's a monkey on the bus. Yeah. We went no, full primal. Sorry, guy. Oh, oh, man. Even though we're you the smartest his arms monkey. Off and so. take a poop on his head. Yeah. Then you jump onto another <clears throat> moving vehicle and drive away from the city. We got away with it. On the way home, you see a man in a business suit standing in front of a building. He waves to you and tells you to come with him. You follow him into a large office area. There are several people sitting around a <laughs> table talking. That monkey could drive. I don't know if it's a kill. We ripped his arms out of his socket, but he could still be living. We left him right by his body. Maybe the poop ran down his head and infected his arms and killed him. Whoopies. Yeah, we track a bunch of things that happen in our adventures, Todd. We track kills, deaths, whoopies, which is sex. Uh, falling backwards. 
Men in Black, and Wholesomes, for we have a happy, wholesome ending. He's just armless and messy, yeah. He's just sleepy. He's gonna close his eyes for the next forever. This is like Dunson checks in. I guess he's kind of going on a wacky adventure in the city. Time to get a hotel room. Did Dunson ever actually check in or was he just kind of like in the construction zone of the hotel? They were always trying to catch him. They didn't give him a room. He never actually checked into the hotel. Now that's the movie I want to see. Where they're like, they don't even know he's a monkey. I know of it. I've seen scenes from it, but I've never watched it. I know... You are mistaken by the businessmen at the meeting. They all think you are the CEO of their stock trading company. Ah, okay. You go along with it and confidently begin to tell them how to run their business. <laughs> okay. The CEO tells you to stop being an idiot and explains to you what the world really needs. <laughs> he tells you that you need to start investing in real estate because it is going to be worth more than ever before. <laughs> Suddenly, the door to the room opens up and a tall blonde woman wearing glasses walks in. Oh, she looks hello. at you and smiles. <laughs> I like how we just <laughs> snuck our way into a boardroom meeting. Yeah, and they're like, uh, "Mr. Where we belong. Monkey, yeah, how are your numbers doing?" And we're like, Ooh, <laughs> uh, uh. "They're like, that's not good enough." You idiot! <laughs> we need real estate. <laughs> you need to stop acting like a monkey, Philip. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now this needs to be a movie. Yeah. Monkey CEO, Dunstan uh, buys real estate, <laughs> and nobody knows except the kids are like, "Is that Monkey buying that apartment building?" I think so. And then there's just the mob is chasing after him for no reason. Oh, I want to do a prompt, but I don't know if it'll be like. Um, Go for it. Okay. Yeah, we can always reverse it if it breaks the story. <laughs> Dunson checks his share price. <laughs> Is Trump a monkey in disguise? Maybe. I feel like the blonde woman's gonna become the love interest. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where this. That's the that's the trope. It seems like that the AI is setting up for us. <laughs> yeah, if a character, if you dress up like the job you want to be, no one will question you. Just show up to a, a work uh, where you want to work. You want to work at NASA? Just show up in a NASA uniform. No one will challenge you. Right away, at least. You can go on a wacky adventure until you're thrown in jail for impersonating an employee. And isn't that worth it if you're getting to work your dream job even for a day? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the idea, Todd Cup. <laughs> uh, 
you look at the beautiful blonde woman and get a tiny monkey eruption. Tiny. The other businessmen yeah. are impressed with your power move. The blonde woman begins to give her PowerPoint presentation. Oh. She starts off by saying she got tired of waiting for the economy to improve. So she decided to buy a bunch of worthless stocks to make some quick cash. Well. Unfortunately, she didn't realize that the market had already crashed twice and most of these stocks were worthless. <laughs> Oh, so she bought a few companies that were still trading at a loss. Wow, she had a lot of money. Then she sold those companies for a profit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So where are we? She, she did all that work and we were just kind of even? Yeah. Does seem like a confident businesswoman. Were any of those banana companies? Yeah. Monkeys, yeah, Todd Caps just giving you the reason why monkey sex isn't legal. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need any more AIDS. I mean, we're like 99% the same DNA, right? Yeah, but it's 1% bestiality, so that's enough. Yeah, yeah, this is a monkey, a smart monkey. He speaks. You start banging like, I the feel table. like a player if he can't. The other CEOs in the room follow your lead and start doing the same. Oh. <laughs> the woman says she'll be able to pay you all back with interest. The room erupts into chaos with people hugging and chanting. Suddenly, the door slams shut and locks behind you. Whoa. Okay. I feel like uh, <laughs> they're like, okay, now we reveal our secret plans. We're all billionaires, right? We're drugging the waters. We're misting everyone that goes into the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I feel like this monkey's gonna be made head of the board. Isn't I think that's the movie a uh, movie too, where it's uh, uh I think that's actually uh <laughs> Carrot Top's movie. Uh, what is it? Carrot Top. Chairman of the board. We're gonna replace Carrot Top as chairman of the board. They're like, now this monkey knows what's going on. 
Alright, jacked redhead, get out of here. And take all your props with you. You see the CFO of the company open up his briefcase. Inside his briefcase is a bunch of cocaine. Nice. He takes it out and everyone starts doing cocaine off the, the big glass business table. <gasps> you feel <gasps> good inside, <gasps> like you have finally achieved your dream. <laughs> yeah. The end. Hey, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a good that's that's a that's a one. <laughs> now, yeah. now that's a wholesome. <laughs> yeah. That monkey that's got everything like he ever dreamed of. He just had to leave the cage. He had to be brave enough to leave the zoo. That was a quick rise to the top. Cocaine! Alright, on to our last story of the evening. Alright, what do you got? I got something, I got something. It's nice and simple. Yeah, tonight we're doing three stories. Ah, uh, we didn't get any whoopee. Any monkey whoopies, we ran out of time. No, if, if we kept going, we definitely would have. Uh, would oh, have yeah. Yeah. A rich business CEO monkey. High on cocaine. You are Ralph Denny, a pizza delivery man. All right, okay. Hello! Ralph Denny. Hello, Ralph Denny. Pizza delivery, good choice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he a sexy pizza delivery man? Yeah. Could be. Oh. oh. I knew a guy in high school, he was, uh, he would sell weed. And he was a pizza delivery guy, so if you wanted to buy weed, you just call and order a pizza, and you come over <laughs> people's houses. Here we go, starting up hot. All right. You find an earring outside of a home and attempt to return it to its owner. You show it to oh. the woman who lives there, but she says it is not hers. She then proceeds to scream at her husband for cheating and invites you inside. Backslash you go in you enter the house and see that the woman has been having an affair with another man. Oh, she's The man looks oh. like he has no idea what is going on, but when he sees you, yeah. he runs out screaming what did you do this time? 
Uh, yeah, we walked into a love, uh, love trapezoid. <laughs> Which might be a love pentagram soon here. That's what you want. When they're, when someone's having a domestic dispute, you want them to go, hey, do you want to come in? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I feel like we could rack up the kill count on this one. It's possible. Like, it, yeah. It just yeah, takes just one. A love rhombus. <laughs> pay the bill so I can go. I don't want to hear you guys yelling at each other. Maybe it was that guy's earring. He's like a cool earring wearing guy. Probably wears a vest. Hmm. She better leave a big tip. pizza guy is like you know what this is the most interesting thing to happen to me in days or like you want to leave as this situation appears to be heated but this is the most interesting thing to happen to you in years so you stay and sit down on the couch mm -hmm. the next day you receive an email from ralph telling uh. you that your wife is pregnant well he also informs you that his name is now ralph and that he will be living here <laughs> he tells you that he wants to make things right by marrying you but that if you don't want him he'll move out he asks if you're sure about this. Oh, so Whoa. wait, did this guy get our wife pregnant and then he changed his name and he wants to move in? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, this guy's trying to steal our identity right in front of us. He's like, but he wants to marry us so he can raise. He got so... his wife pregnant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very confusing, but. I think he got our wife pregnant. He wants to marry us. Yeah. But telling you your wife is pregnant. He also informs you his name is now Ralph and he will be living here. It's like, wow. uh, what's that? Uh, have you ever seen uh, Ingrid Goes West? No. It's about like uh, uh, Aubrey Plaza is like this girl obsessed with this Instagram uh, model. Uh -huh. And uh, so to impress her, she starts like hanging around her and like uh, doing all these things for her. And then she starts trying to like become her and like steal her friends and her boyfriend. And like just she completely ruins this girl's life by like trying to become her. Mm. I didn't even need to spend 2000 B-Bones, yeah. <laughs> Now, if you want to get the baby pregnant, that's another 2,000 B-Bones. But yeah, this pregnancy happened all its own. <laughs> yeah, can you cover my Saturday show? You agree to the marriage, but only if he agrees to pick up your shift this Saturday night. <laughs> I guess it happens, yeah.
can you have a three-way marriage? Is that illegal or no? N um, it's, it's like a corporation. In Utah, there's a gray area because of Mormons. So there's like that guy, there's the, what's it called? My five wives or uh, sister wives. Uh -huh. What about a fat baby? Yeah, we could have a big fat baby. All babies are fat. Yeah. I'll get, let's just start a haram. Yeah. Pizza harem. That'd be good. You have a bunch of sex and then you get a bunch of pizza afterwards. Huh? But it's not a harem when there's two guys and one woman. <laughs> That's the star. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, all right. him <laughs> yeah there we go yeah pizza customer base is probably also the same that would want to join a harem he agrees you decide to take your wife out on a date you talk about the idea of starting a pizza harem your wife is mad at first but starts to get into the idea the more you talk about it you have to ask her to stop though because you can sense she may start thinking about other men uh oh when you come what? back Ralph takes you aside and explains that he doesn't think he can marry you after all, as he feels it would be too much pressure. Uh-oh, things are falling apart for Ralph. And his... He's like, actually, he is right. I'm going to change my name back to what it was. You're not as cool as I thought you were. What about a pineapple on a pizza right now? Yeah. Give Ralph pizza coupons, please, Jay. Please don't leave me with a child alone. I make, I'm a pizza delivery driver. I cannot provide for this child. Wedding jitters, yeah. He's like, ah, I don't know. That was pretty spontaneous of me. I wonder if people that, how often, like, people that do crazy things like that, like, propose on the spot, how often do they have, like, a moment of clarity and then fix their life? Or if they just keep on ruining it forever? Hmm? This guy's taking the marriage proposal back. He might try to go live a normal life instead of joining this pizza harem with us and our pregnant wife. You take Ralph aside and gracefully explain to him that you were never attracted to him anyway and that uh, you want to have sex with lots of women separate from him. Okay. Ralph is touched by your words and accepts your decision. Oh. <laughs> Ralph starts taking care of the rest of your needs and eventually becomes one of your best friends. Oh. He see? even helps you save money to buy a car. Wow. One day while driving through town, you notice a little girl walking alongside. Uh-oh. No, Her no. name is Megan and she seems to be very lonely. No. No, Ralph, don't do it. We made a nice friendship. 
Yeah. Yeah, Ralph, you were you were doing so good. Yeah, you know, life is weird sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Beth knows. No, Ralph, no! Keep driving. We've uh leave Megan would, alone, yeah. I always get nervous when the AI introduces No <laughs> hashing, that's correct, yes. No hashing in the story. We're about to have a nice <laughs> But at least you have a pizza hero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like a bromance. Yeah. Movie, kind of. He was like, you know, I, I don't really want to marry you, but I do want to spend the rest of my life with you. As a best friend. <laughs> what happens at AIPD stays at AIPD. Oh, boy. Don't ask, Misha. Let's not. Let's completely jettison from this. The AI has a questionable moral compass i would say <laughs> yeah we should input like the we should input laws into like the program just to uh <laughs> avoid things all right just keep it simple we'll, we'll that's a very innocent way to start a conversation here did you order pizza oh sure sure you asked megan if she ordered the pizza she confirms that she did, okay. but she didn't like oh. it. Oh, okay. You tell Ralph to bring her some food. That night, you and Megan have sex. No! It was a nice <laughs> surprise, but you still feel bad about what happened earlier. A few months later, Ralph comes over to pick you up. He brings you something special <laughs> for the occasion, so a ring made of gold. I tried so hard to not. <laughs> Uh, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> oh god. We're, let's not get into the details about this. A few months later? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bush. Yeah, I tried. I tried. But Ralph just gave us a, like a little uh, best friend engagement ring here. It just... Inscribed it says best friends. Yeah, there we go, Riddler. That's that's uh all we're gonna talk about Megan is uh she's just uh very young for how old she is. Very young looking for how old she is. She's actually forty seven. And we'll never bring up Megan Evan again. Yeah, no not gonna dig into it any further than that. No! Jim, no! Oh, okay. <laughs> you sneak okay. a look inside Megan's purse and read her E.D. Card that says she is 25 years old and is 4 feet 2 inches tall. Okay. That's a good age. When Ralph leaves, <laughs> you feel like life has finally gotten better. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess, yeah. Our wife <laughs> cheated. We got our little cheat in. And now we can live a happy life with our wife. Oh man, my internet is totally shitty out at me. Oh yeah, we're almost there, Jim. Clean the tubes. Okay. <laughs> Get that data through. <laughs> Oh, 
Yeah, my stream failed. Oh no! I still see you. On Twitch. On Twitch, but oh, okay. but Discord is still working. Okay. That's weird. Why did it change ID card to UD card? Oh, yeah. Oh, because it like puts it from first to second person. So, so it's like <laughs> yeah. it thought you were saying I. Yeah. But if you use the the double exclamation point, yeah. it won't it won't do that thing. So. Oh okay. Let's start getting some business now. Okay. We've got it started. We might as well start advertising. You start subtly advertising the harem to your most loyal pizza customers. Polly, your number one customer, asks how many women you have and you tell him it's just one, your wife. His eyes light up. That's great. Oh. I've wanted to fuck her for ages, Whoa. he exclaims. Oh. As time goes on, you learn to keep secrets and hide the fact that you have a second wife. Whoa! The people that work here know, but they aren't allowed to speak about it. They're afraid of getting fired. Wow! Ralph is living the life! You think we married, uh, Megan? We have a second wife? That's not how a harem works, yeah. Oh yeah, they gotta both be in on it. Yeah. Ralph's gonna blow it. You can't keep secrets, you gotta be open. <laughs> Ralph's a lying scumbag. Yeah. Man, there's such a fine line between being a piece of shit and being super cool. And at the same time, I think his wife would just be open to it. She was open about the harem idea. So why you gotta lie, Ralph? Why you gotta lie? If you asked permission, Ralph, I would've said yes. The fact that you lied to me about it, I'm gonna beat your ass. Oh, there you go. Or that, yeah. <laughs> Let's just uh, suddenly uh, introduce it. You know, per it... For saying if I had a secret wife, would you want to have a threesome? You ask your wife if she would like to have a sex threesome with another woman. She declines saying it wouldn't be fair since you're the main provider. Oh, then never mind. One never day mind, Ralph comes home late. You notice he's got a new watch on. I'm sorry, but I had to check my watch. He's this. You smile and say, it's okay. We should really get started on the pizza. <laughs> Whoa, so Ralph is still in the picture and he's got a new Rolex? Yeah. That's a little suspicious. Yeah, that's very suspicious. What the hell is we going on, Ralph? Okay, hold on. Wow. Any, 
And he's totally flashy about it too. He's like, hold on, I gotta check my watch. Yeah. Let me look at it real quick. Oh, these diamonds are getting in the way. The numbers. <laughs> okay, we got a, a name generator here, Jason. Oh yeah, Wayne Earring. <laughs> earring wearing douchebag, okay. Oh, that's right. Remember the earring at the beginning of the story? Oh yeah. It wouldn't be fair to us to have a threesome. Wow. While making the pizza, you keep staring at Ralph's Rolex. Eventually, you ask him where he got it, and before he can answer, Wayne, an earring wearing douchebag, walks in and asks if anyone has seen his lost earring. Wayne immediately gets hostile and yells at Ralph that Ralph stole his earring. Oh. Ralph tries to defend himself by claiming Wayne punched him in the face and choked him. Whoa. Wayne denies both claims. Well, let me guess, you guys hooked up or something, you ask. <laughs> Wayne Ooh. smiles and replies, yeah, and it wasn't pretty. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Ralph is just a sex addict. And Ralph's not even his real name. I bet his yeah. name was Wayne before. He just keeps changing <laughs> it to whoever he's like, uh, got the hots for. That's great. He stole my earring. No, he choked me. He choked me and punched me. <laughs> I bet he did steal the earring. He's got the new watch. Probably stole a watch, too. Wasn't pretty. All right, take it home, Jason. Okay. wrap this up that sucked to get an earring in a pizza you bite down on it this pizza place is really sexually charged That's possible, Bisha. Put the earring in the pizza. Yeah, we gave it to that woman at the beginning of the story. 
Ralph and Wayne have a huge brawl that nearly destroys the pizza parlor. After it ends, Ralph calls Wayne a loser and leaves. Huh. Your wife comes home and finds everything destroyed. She screams at you, why couldn't you have just told us beforehand? We could have helped. We tried, but we just weren't ready yet, you reply. One year passes. Oh, okay. Should we just next? Yeah, yeah, let's see what happens. One year passes. Okay. Okay, so our baby's probably born. Yeah, yeah. Probably. You continue. Backslash year seven, October. So you want to go see the world? You hear this voice coming from the darkness behind you. <laughs> yes. What? Great. Well, let's get started then. Suddenly you feel a sharp pain shoot through your chest. No! Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Steve Urkel? <laughs> okay, I got this. Wow. It's just like seven years later. In the middle of the night, you get stabbed in the chest. Maybe it's a heart attack or something. Okay, you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> Trying to tie it all together. <laughs> That's such a like, turn around and see a monkey in a business suit give you his business card, which is made of metal and very sharp. On it, it just says one word, bananas. Okay, so what do you need me for? The monkey looks at you funny. Do you like bananas? Oh! What kind of question is that? The monkey laughs and says, you're not going to believe what happens next. Suddenly, you find yourself in a room filled with bananas. <laughs> I think that's a great end. The monkey yeah. hires us to guard his bananas. That's wholesome. <laughs> oh, maybe not wholesome. I'm not going to beat this for that wholesome. But that's that, great. The monkey laughs. Yeah, that's a good end. Uh, yeah. <coughs> uh, that'll be try we're trying to do that as a new format. Is that uh, me, Jim, and Tony will each have a story, and we'll go 20 minutes and try to weave them together. So. Uh, watch us tomorrow at 8 where we try to do that again so I think it worked out pretty well yeah three very uh, interesting stories lyrical miracle uh, it's a OBS setting so I have it like dumped to a log file I'll write up something to uh, figure it out but uh, 
You called us at the end of our stream, Lyrical. See you tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. Good night, everybody!